Vicky Guerrero, and welcome to the Excuse Me podcast. I want to give a huge shout out to all my listeners from Africa to the UK, Mexico to Italy, and of course, the beautiful USA. Thank you for joining us again this week, and I am so grateful for every single listener that downloads, comments, subscribes, likes, gives me all sorts of uh, love on social media. It is greatly appreciated. We ask you to please go to your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Google, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you find your podcast, please uh, like us and subscribe and download. It really uh, just it just goes so far and, and so appreciated. And if you would like to leave a comment, suggestion, or even a guest idea on our show, please email the podcast at excuse me, Vicky, all one word at outlook.com. And now this week's guest is amazing, beautiful, and here she is, folks, the incredible Priscilla Kelly. Hey, everyone, it's Vicki Guerrero, and thank you so much for being on my episode this week. Guys, I love this woman. Not only uh, have I been watching her work, but when she said that she was going to be on my show, I just felt so honored and happy. Everyone, please welcome the mysterious, gothic, poisoning, biting diva, Priscilla Kelly. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? I'm good. I'm outside. It's a beautiful day. And uh, it's the craziest year of my life, everyone's <laughs> life. So, you know, trying to keep sanity over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, your hair looks amazing in that background. So let me just say you are popping that photo very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I like I just got it done, but like my hair stays like neon. It never like it, it never fades. So wow. Like the highlighter walking around. <laughs> So Priscilla, where's home for you? Um, so I mean, I bill from Moon Creek, Georgia, but uh, that place kind of doesn't exist. Don't tell anybody. But okay. I'm from Atlanta. Yeah, born and raised in Georgia. Never left. Well, very nice. Okay, so um, you are a professional wrestler. For all the fans and listeners who may not be familiar with you, um, you have made quite an impact in the wrestling industry. And uh, not only did I get to be even more of a fan of you because I do work uh, with your ex-husband, Darby Allen, who just talks such kind things about you and <laughs> has so much admiration for you. And then I became a bigger fan of yours because when I met Darby and he talked about you, I'm like, I have to have her on my show. Like, this is gonna, this is final. I'm not wasting any more time. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're still, it's crazy because like, we're still, we're like best friends. So we, I mean, we just got back from a trip. We went up to like Travis Pastrana's and Bam Margera's house and stayed for the week and just did all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so, I mean, we still hang out. We're still best friends. We do it all together still. That's so, amazing. I, I think yeah. more people should learn from y'all's story because uh, <laughs> we need more kindness in this damn world. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I hate having like, I don't like having any kind of weird like animosity with people I don't like that <laughs> even yeah, people that have done me wrong I'm like whatever like forget it we'll be friends I don't care I just uh. well <laughs> I I love your attitude so with your career you um I'm gonna mention a few of the promotions that you've been in you've been in women's superstars uncensored uh shine wrestling uh WWE for the second annual May Young's classic and you were in Tokyo Joshi pro wrestling AEW on the Chris Jericho cruise um, 
And then also you were on the All Out pay-per-view for the Casino Battle Royale. And now you're signed to MLW. Is, is it, was I correct in all that or anything you need to correct me on? Yeah, well, so MLW, I never officially was like signed, signed. I kind of just did a per appearance thing. Um, but uh, I, ha I mean, I haven't, I haven't worked there since January, I think was the last time I did a show there. Okay. Um, yeah, no, like I, I don't, I think like everyone thought I was signed because I came in and they made like a deal out of it. So, but yeah, no, I just did a per appearance thing. So I'm actually a free agent completely. That, you know, that's a good way to go in this industry because you can go where you want, how long you want and tell them when you want to leave. <laughs> right. No, it's definitely like uh, it's perks because like I, I the thing is with me is like I enjoy being able to travel the world and like every every other month it's like a new surprise or at least when it wasn't you know pandemic times it was a new surprise every month where I was gonna go. Yeah, you know, and I just want to let the fans know whoever hasn't seen a picture of you, which they will when you come out on my YouTube channel for the video part. I love your character. Um, you've been called a a gypsy princess and a hell's favorite harlot and your style is so unique and it's kind of more popular with the gothic and, and dark side you know of a character but um you, you you bite you poison people um you are a cruel little bitch and i just love the heel side of you how's that how's that been i mean did you create all that and uh are you having fun with it uh, yeah, so like, I mean, it, it all kind of comes from, I grew up in like a really strict upbringing, like, uh, just super, super strict, super like, you know, women aren't allowed to express themselves, women are allowed to be uh, sexy, and uh, basically, like, everything I do now is kind of like, despite my childhood and the way I grew up like I wanted to show that women can be like sexual deviants and use that to their advantage and women can be loud women can be obscure and it can be accepted um, oh, yeah. and yeah like I just I, I just wanted to be wild I wanted to be everything that I was told I couldn't be and I was like you know maybe like some part of my character can inspire some other like girl to like not feel like she has to be in this bubble of oh like i can't do this and this and this because i'm a girl like no like women's revolution is about all women's wrestling being accepted and all characters being accepted that's right and you know uh, something that uh that grew my attention to you and you made some headlines uh on the internet with, with the incident when you were facing tuna at a um suburban fight promotion in california which was uh, when you pulled out a used tampon for uh, yeah. the gimmick. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, this is just so fascinating to me. And you made a great point when you were defending yourself, which I commend you for, because so many guys have been able to do shit to degrade the women and, and to do their own, you know, thing they thought was funny for their, for whatever character they were. And I was really proud of you because you stood up and you weren't going to let people, you know, talk down to you or insult you which I thought mm -hmm. was, um, you know, pretty badass because in this industry, it's always been about what the, what the men want, what the men can do and nothing said. Well, now mm -hmm. the women are being able to have a voice of, of dictating the kind of match they want and the storylines. And I think it's incredible just the, the strength that you took in, and the courage that you said, no, this was what it was. And I'm sorry we made you uncomfortable, but everyone else is doing it. Why can't I? Like, there's always that double standard of women. 
tell us, um, has there been any other, uh, how did that come around to you and um, how, how was that outlash with the, with the public? It, it's so weird to me because I think like people are so quick to go see the next Rob Zombie film and people are so mm-hmm. quick to jump and go see a Marilyn Manson concert. Um, but for some reason in wrestling and in this specific form of entertainment, it seems like there's only one way to do everything. And if you step outside of that, it's blasphemy. Like you've re- you're killing the business, this and this and this. But if you step into music or film industry, everything's accepted and everything is, is entertainment. Why is wrestling so different? Why can't people uh, be more experimental in wrestling without receiving backlash? Um, and I mean, I, I had people tell me that I was ruining women's wrestling, single-handedly killed the women's revolution. And I'm like, like I said earlier, this is what the women's revolution should be about acceptance of all women and all styles for women. Because with men, men, you have deathmatch wrestlers, uh, grapple wrestlers, you have uh, gross out stunt wrestlers, and it's all accepted in one form or another. With women, it's expected either, either be really hot or be a really like, you know, hard hitting woman, you know, it's like (laughs) one or the other. You know, and I think like women should be allowed to uh, do both. If they want to be sexy, but still like badass fighters, they can do that. If they want to be doing obscure gross out stunts and, you know, exploiting their sexuality in the ring, like they should be allowed to do that too, because the men are, they're allowed. That's, that is amazing. I'm so, um, I am just so proud of you because it takes our voices to be able to say, hey, we're not going to take this bullshit anymore. We're not going to take your insults. This is us and this is who we're going to be. And I think that's incredible. Um, I, I do I do want to ask your opinion about something because I shared um, being married to Eddie Guerrero and I was behind the camera, you know, and I was the wife. I wasn't a superstar yet. How did it feel for you, um, you know, being... Darby's wife as a professional wrestler. And then now that, you know, y'all are, are divorced and you're doing your own career by yourself, what was, what was the different emotions that you experienced as a woman, you know, being married to a wrestler and then versus now you're standing on your own to make your own career. How, how has that been for you? So before I even knew who Darby was, um, my character was always very daring and I was always the girl that would take the the high risk moves. And I was always the girl that would have like the candle lit um, gothy-esque promos and character. Um, and then it's so strange to me because the moment we started dating, everything that I did that I had been doing, people said it was Darby's inspiration or because I was dating Darby, I had this character. And it was, you know, I was doing this before I even knew who he was, but it's just, that's just how it is though. You start dating somebody and immediately you get compared to them. I mean, I remember doing like a crazy dive on a show not too long after Darby and I started dating and one of my friends or coworkers had said to me, oh, it looks like Darby's rubbing off on you. And I'm like, no, like, you know, wow. this is who I was before. And not only that, but I've had promoters that I've worked for tell me you should be more like Darby. You should watch his work. And, and I'm like, no, like, you know, we, we, we were, we've always been similar, but we are different. And I don't think like, especially like when you have two people that are, you know, they've been wrestling the same amount of time and they're both finding their way still, you should never compare a couple. And I just think it, it, it just creates like this weird um, feeling because it made me have such heavy insecurities for a long time because 
everything that I did that was my own idea or that was my own creativity, um, everyone always gave the credit to Darby. I remember even wrestling on the cruise um, when I, I had the match with Allie. It was a, it was a, a non-televised match. And I remember um, somebody came up to me and said, oh, wow, your match was really good. You must be training with Darby. Just completely credited all of my work to him. And me and Darby, like we, we roll around together. We'll, we'll run like some spots, but we don't train each other, if that makes sense. Right. We'll use each other as a body. But, um, you know, as far as my training and my inspiration, I always look to other things or movies or um, even like older wrestling for inspiration. But it sucks. So in a world of wrestling, it's always the woman. If she's good, it's because she's training with her dude. Or if she's got some creative thing going on, it's probably his idea. I mean, but in reality, it's sometimes it's the reverse. Sometimes the stuff that he does in his promos or songs he uses or stunts he does actually were my idea that I, you know, said, hey, here's an idea for this. But no one ever would think that. Um, I think, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, just to, uh, you know, and I feel for you so much because with the backlash that I took with, you know, being Eddie's wife, you know, well, when I do promos or I act a certain way in a storyline, well, I don't think Eddie would have done it this way. Well, no, because I'm not Eddie. I am my own mm-hmm. character. I am someone that I created. And this is how I see Vicky Guerrero doing the character. And it's really just discouraging, like you said, because I, and I was so fascinated that you were married to Darby and then now you're by, your, you know, you're on your own and just like I was, you know, so I felt so much compassion for you. And I, and I, I was on the cruise and I wanted to ask you, you know, how's it going for you? You know, how's your career? And, you know, just being a woman in the industry, but it was so crazy. I never got to see you. But when I had my show, I was like, I have to ask her this question. <laughs> but yeah. You're so strong. Yeah. And it's it, even to this day, like, it's something that I even deal with now. Like, um, and I, I just, I don't, I don't understand why it's always got to, you know, cause like, obviously like the the thought was thrown around for me to be put with him at AEW maybe like you come in and you'll be the wife and then like you get kicked in the face and then he gets mad or something like there was a lot of ideas thrown around from from this person this person about this and that and I I I explained to everybody I said you know I could come in I could do a wife spot and that could eventually lead into me having matches or whatever it may be but here's the problem with that if I come in and I'm introduced as Darby's wife I'm forever by the fans gonna be known as just his wife um and then from there on out everything I do in the ring uh or on a promo is gonna be heavily heavily compared to him um and I immediately become the Robin to the Batman yeah um and I think like so many people don't realize uh and some women would be completely okay with that kind of role but me personally when you when you've worked just as hard and just as long for your career you don't want your entire work and passion to be credited or um, overshadowed by your partner. I always wanted him and I to be seen as the equal um, powerhouse couple where we both have our own thing to bring to the table. Um, but it, but like it always happens like that. You know, people want to put you put you together with whoever you're dating. Um, but even now that we're, you know, we're separated, but even now, like I'm still getting comments like, oh, the worst thing you could have ever done was uh leave Darby or you know people assume oh Darby it's a good thing Darby left you and it's like people just want to assume that like 
because we're divorced, it's Darby <laughs> dumped me or I dumped him and now I hate it because he's a big superstar. And I'm like, to me, none of that matters. To me, it was about sometimes, I think a lot of times too, people assume like when you hear the words divorce, that means something horrific has happened and they hate each other. Right. Um, but, but in our sense, it was, we realized, hey, we got married really, really young. We got married really, really fast. He proposed after dating me for four months and that works for some people. But for us, we just realized we're just not mature enough to handle that label of marriage. Sometimes just the label of marriage can add so much pressure and stress to a relationship. Right. Um, and it's hard to get people that haven't been married to understand that. But um, it, it was kind of like, you know, well, let's remove this label and then let's see how things go. And since we removed that label of being married, we've been we've been getting along great. We're best friends. We hang out all the time. We never have any conflicts. And a lot of it just comes from that added pressure of that it's label of and just, <laughs> yeah, that piece of paper and us just not being mature enough to, we, we both still have little issues and stuff. We're both, we're both really young. We're still learning how to you know, where we want to go with our careers, where, how we want our lives to go. And, um, it's a lot all at once. Um, but I definitely like it. I think people need to stop damning the word divorce because it sounds horrible, but yeah. sometimes you can get a divorce, spend a few years learning about yourselves, yourselves and maturing as a human being. And then years later, try it again. And it probably would be a lot better. Yeah, that's incredible, Priscilla. And just, you see you're young, but you're very mature in your thinking. Um, it's something that you added to that, you know, being your own individuals. You know, when Eddie passed away, I was always, before he passed away, I was always called Eddie's wife. Can I speak mm -hmm. to Mrs. Guerrero? I never had a first name called mm -hmm. by anybody in WWE or all of his friends. You know, so I, it took about two or three years after Eddie passed that I was like, shit, I have my own identity. Like, I have a name and it's not mm -hmm. Eddie's wife. It's not Mrs. Guerrero. It's Vicky. And I, I am, I had to learn that, that, you know, I wasn't going to be, you know, I wasn't going to be living without that name. Like, it was really important to find my own identity. And I think that's just incredible how you guys are the true example of how, you know, you don't need a piece of paper to have respect and love for each other. I mean, how like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, they've never gotten married and look, they have like the biggest successful marriage ever. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been together for over 30 years. Um, yeah, I think that's just really incredible, your testimony in that. And um, I'm so proud of, of you. And, you know, I, I love Darby and he's such a gentleman and just thinks the world of you when we talk about you. And that just really warmed my heart. I was just like, this is, this is so cool because it's more couples that get divorced really need to learn from these two. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, people definitely like, I think people definitely assume that we hate each other. And like, I, I still make posts about Darby because like I congratulated him when we, he came home because uh, we, we still live together because obviously like I'm in the process of it's pandemic right now. So it's tough. Yeah. And um, I'm in the process of uh, a few different moving decisions and um, overall decisions on life. So we still live together. And when he came home and he won the TNT championship, uh, you know, I had like a whole little party set up. I had like congratulations balloons and I had a little cookie cake Aww. and I made a little post on Twitter <laughs> and like 
And so we still really support each other. And, uh, you know, I'm really, we're still there for each other. Um, but even now people still assume that like, oh, these posts are just to make it look like you guys get along. You really need each other. <laughs> oh and it's, like, uh, it's like in wrestling, everybody thinks everything's a storyline, everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, and people assume things, they don't even know you personally. So that's just yeah. incredible. And I, I commend you both for just the maturity that you guys have. And something that I, I, okay, so I'm a little stalker on your Instagram because I think you're just amazing and a badass woman. Uh, on your, on your posts on Instagram, you said, um, I crashed a dirt bike into a mud pit. Okay. So you, you need to tell me what are your hobbies outside of wrestling? <laughs> well, so that happened at Travis Pastrana's place. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I had the, all, all week, I was like, okay, we're going to Travis's. And the last time I saw Travis, he told me, he said, I can teach you how to backflip a dirt bike into a foam pit in one day. And he taught, he told me that. And I was like, okay. So I was so excited to try to like get on a little dirt bike. And it was like a little one. It's not like the big ones, it's like the, whatever you call those like short ones. And I got on it. Uh, I revved it up, popped a wheelie immediately, but I was like, okay, no, 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 I'm good. And then like, I drove, I drove maybe 25 30 feet and lost control of the thing flew into a big pile of mud um and that was the end of the dirt bike for me <laughs> well, are you okay from that i mean you're good right? no yeah i'm okay i had a helmet and stuff i just got really dirty and really sad because i wasn't as good as i thought i was gonna be but but yeah like my hobbies like, like i get into different stuff like um I do I mean I'm not good by any means and I don't do like cool tricks but I do I enjoy skate skateboarding and I'll go to like skate parks and different things like that I have my own little board and stuff but uh I do like stuff like that yeah like I skate and I I don't like to like I never say that I skateboard because I you know again I'm always thinking people are going to be like oh she just skates because of Darby or she just does this because of him and it's like you know get over people (laughs) but Get, uh but find I, your own side of your street <laughs> yeah but I, I'm really into music too like I, I like to uh I play I taught myself piano when I was a kid and um yeah slowly learning guitar and I, I like to sing I'm not like Celine Dion but I enjoy singing so uh that's like my other passion like if I wasn't in wrestling I'd love to just I want to make music and I want to be a, an artist and um going back to like different forms of entertainment being more accepting and uh in music in the music industry I just feel like you can be so much more creative and um do so much more like cinematic work with your with your art and that's something that I really want to do and that's something I even like doing that in my wrestling promos where I like to make them very like cinematic like almost art pieces rather than a promo um so I, I could ever like get over into the music industry like I want to like that's all I want is to be able to have that expression of creativity that's amazing priscilla um so we have some uh fan questions and uh, i just I, we're gonna ask um some that came in this morning from king master 4949 how was it working with Bender rosa oh so like i i i don't even remember if i had worked with i think me and thunder rosa maybe worked very very briefly like maybe an attack match or so in the past but i think uh so I, I came like six months I wasn't wrestling and then my first two matches back to wrestling was a 30 minute match with Chris Dickinson which is like a big giant muscly guy and then my <laughs> second match from quarantine was a 30 minute championship match with Thunder Rosa with no fans in the building 
so it like coming back from that is like tough but like oh my god she gave me like we gave each other such a fight like I mean that match is just brutal we gave no room for like everything hurt everything hurt uh we we literally just slugged it out for like 30 minutes and um it's just I don't know I think like it's it's a certain kind of art when you can go out there and you you're comfortable with somebody where you can just you can literally beat the hell out of each other and then but you like that's what you want out of each other so like I mean I would give her something and it would be you know it would hurt and then she'd give me something and it would hurt and it's it's almost like um it's like a whole nother form of bonding and wrestling when you can go out there and like beat the hell out of each other and then shake hands in the back and say, thank you for a great match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I was very sore and uh, I'd like to do it again eventually. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Mind Runner on Twitter wants to know, how do you feel about intergender matches? Um, I think... I think there's like an art like everything else in wrestling and entertainment there's an art to intergender and a lot of people think intergender wrestling is a woman is supposed to be as strong and as tough as the 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 guy but that's not what intergender wrestling is intergender wrestling is a woman who is smaller who is weaker than most of her male opponents um when she's wrestling a male that's most likely twice her size or more everything is going to hurt her way more. It's like if you have a small puppy and you kick it, it's going to have more of an impact on a small puppy than it is like a grown person. Same thing with a woman and a male. If you give a woman a strike and you're a big man, it's going to hurt 10 times more. It's going to have more of an impact and you're going to have to keep up more. But the art of it is, is that even though it hurts the woman way more because he's so much bigger, she's still getting back up she's still keeping up with him and the art isn't that she's as tough or as strong as him it's that she's continuing to fight even though it's 10 times harder for her than it would be in a typical match um it's a fighting spirit yeah yeah it's it's a fighting spirit it's it's a passion it's it's the heart and soul of a woman to literally just be brutally fought fought against with a guy and still kick out or still get back up and manage to get in a shot here and there uh like I said I I wrestled Chris Dickinson and it wasn't about I didn't go in and start throwing punches and him falling to his knees dying it was I would get kicked and I would get thrown but I would kick out by the last string of life left in me because I had the passion to stay in the match um and I think people miss that perspective of uh, the, the fighting spirit, not yeah. the equality. Um, but it's also, I think it's also like, you know, how, how you do it as well. Cause, um, I think intergender matches, like, like any match, big guy, little guy, there has to be a very strong story told there. Um, similar to, uh, you know, a Rey Mysterio and big show <laughs> match. Like it's the same concept it's literally the same exact concept and story as that, except Rey Mysterio is a woman, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's all, it's all the story that you tell with it. And I think it's, it's a really fun story to be told. Yeah, very true. Um, okay, so do you have anything coming up that you want to promote? Any, uh, any matches or stuff coming up for the holidays? Oh, well, I had matches that were supposed to be um, 
going on in like Minnesota and stuff, but they all canceled because of spikes and COVID and stuff like that. So fortunately for now, I have nothing going on. Um, but my little pug is going nuts at the squirrels behind me. I love it. It's a. I love the. I love the the atmosphere that the dog's giving us. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get her. Here she is. Gosh, what's her name? Lemons. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Lemons, how are you? <laughs> She's overweight. We've been feeding her too much, so. That's a good up. dog's life. <laughs> She's fat and she's got a big yard and she's just spoiled and awful. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so um, Priscilla, where can the fans, we're gonna do some rapid fire questions with you, uh, but where can the fans find you on social media and anything else that you wanna promote for yourself? Um, so I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitter. I don't really use my Facebook ever, but uh, my Instagram's just the Priscilla Kelly. And Twitter is Priscilla Kelly underscore because I wasn't creative enough back when I made it to come up with anything better. I think they give you like four times you can change your name. Yeah, well, I think the Priscilla Kelly is actually taken on Twitter, so I can't make it match my Instagram. So it's oh. like it's a headache. But that's where I'm usually at. Um, other than that, I'm not really like I don't really do any of the other social medias. I have the Facebooks, but I never use them. Um, but yeah. Well, that, that's amazing. Okay, let's do some rapid fire questions that um, I thought were pretty cool to ask you because you're such a badass. Um, would you rather sky skydive or, or swim with the sharks? Um, swim with the sharks. Uh, what is your favorite fruit? Oh, pineapple. Name a female you would love to have a, a wrestling match with that you haven't faced before. Oh my God, that's a, that, I can't, that's too much. <laughs> Just one, Priscilla, you only need one. <laughs> oh, there's so many. I don't know. Um, oh, I'm taking too long now. It's not a no, don't worry, don't worry about, about taking it. long. Name your top three. <laughs> I would be curious who your top three would be that came to mind. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I think I, I well I, I think I definitely I'd love to wrestle Charlotte Flair. I think she. Would oh my really gosh! Fun. Yeah. Um, I'd love to wrestle Charlotte Flair. I'd love uh, Mako Satomura. Um, she's one that I really want to wrestle. She was in the Mayan Classic, uh, the 2018. She's incredible. And oh my gosh, I guess maybe Lita, if Lita could oh, do like a full blown match. Yeah. Okay, and uh, name your superpower. Uh, <laughs> mind reading, because I'm always paranoid, <laughs> and I think I think people hate me when they actually are really nice. I always think they secretly don't like me, and I'm always insecure <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, I like you. I, I just think you're amazing. <laughs> um, what is your favorite beverage? Um, I'll give you th okay three. Okay, go for it. I love, I love, I love espresso. I love hot tea, some hot teas. And uh, my guilty pleasure recently is Coke Zero. Oh, nice. See, you're, you're yeah. my heart. I knew I'd like, I'd fall in love with you. Okay, and what's your celebrity male crush and female crush? Uh, <laughs> oh, Dar Darby's going to be so mad because um, I don't shut up about him. 
I'm like in love with Machine Gun Kelly right now. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's like a pop punk thing, and I have a thing for guys that are really like tall and skinny and a little bit sickly looking. Um, so yeah, Machine Gun Kelly for sure, okay. and uh, Girl Crush. Um, oh my God, these are gonna be so generic, and one's probably inappropriate. That's but. right. They're your answers, and it's your it's your hour of, <laughs> uh, of being highlighted. Okay, the generic ones, Megan Fox. I've always loved Megan Fox. Mine too. I think she's yeah. I think she's she's pretty cool looking. Yeah. And then the inappropriate one is uh, I get well inappropriate I guess the Riley Reed, which is a um, she's she's a porn star but I, I, she has a youtube channel and she's and she, on her youtube channel she's like so bubbly and happy and sweet and i'm just like oh i love her so much so i'll have to check her yeah. out i'll have to see that one um yeah that's amazing priscilla i am i am one of your big fans and i have so much respect and admiration for you and i am so excited to see what the future holds for you because you're talented creative and keep doing what you're doing because the way you live your life and how you speak about truth and, and kindness, it's something that everyone should, should learn from you. And I'm just, I respect you and just so glad to call you my friend. And thank you so much for being on my show. Yeah. Thank you. Like it was definitely like, honestly, I do a lot of like different podcasts and things where like, I kind of get like the same repetitive stuff, but I mean, like you allowed me to like kind of open up some like things that I actually really enjoy talking about. So thank you. Well, thank you, Priscilla. And I, I hope to see you one day, you know, if AEW starts traveling or you want to come to Jacksonville and hang out, I would love to have lunch with you or breakfast and just sit down and just enjoy your company. That would be so amazing. Yeah, definitely. I'm always down. All right. Well, enjoy the sun today and thank you. And we'll see each other really soon. And and just uh, have a beautiful day. All right, you too. Thank you so okay, much. Bye, Priscilla. Bye. All right, guys, there you have it. That is the incredible Priscilla Kelly. Please keep an eye out for her. Right now, It's uh, we're going through the middle of this pandemic, but wrestling will start opening up soon. And I look forward to watching her just tear up the industry and represent the women. So thank you guys again for joining us. Have a blessed holiday season. Take care. God bless and be kind to one another. Excuse me!